everybody. I'm Michael Petro. Welcome to another episode of the show. Uh, we have no interview. We have no debate. We have another bonus episode for you brought to you courtesy of myself and Charles Fernandez from the Nerdgasm Show, uh, local YouTube channel. Super fun channel. Uh, deep dives, nerdy cuts, hot takes, uh, everything nerd culture you can find from our good friend Charles Fernandez on his show, which if at the end of this episode you would like to subscribe to it, the link will be in the bio. Uh, so for special features, episode number two, I know we called it the call sheet last week. We were like, that sucks. So we're our moms think we're special and I have a nice beard and he has nice eyes. So special features. I don't fucking know. Anyway, special features number two. Uh, we're a little behind on our WandaVision because uh, we have day jobs. So we have WandaVision four and five for you. Our deep cuts on what the fuck is going on. So the next episode we'll have six, seven. And today's episode, as I say this, I just finished watching episode eight previously on. Oh, my God. I was crying. Anyways, besides the point, we have WandaVision. WandaVision. Episodes four and five. Uh, the mysterious Harry Potter show that was. And then HBO was like, no, it's not. Uh, new Resident Evil movie. The leaks on the Link series that was supposed to go on Netflix. And a ton of other crazy shit that we just you know no nonsense chewing the fat having some fun so that's what's on the show today realdebaters.ca is where you can find everything us if you're new to the show if you have you're a longtime subscriber and a fan skip this part because you've already heard it so the realdebaters.ca that is everything us you can subscribe to the show you can listen to it you can shop our merch there we have skateboard decks i think that's pretty cool um what else can you do there you can take a look at us you can find out that we sound a lot better than we look you can read some of the blogs we've posted it is an interactive experience and at the end of it if you feel like it and you want to donate to the cause donate to the show everything that you donate goes back into production making me sound and make this better uh so you can donate there and it's like a one a three and five dollar donation Right, one dollar gets you a shout out on the show. A big thank you from all of us here. We'll just stop what we're doing and say thanks and point you out. Uh, you can do that for somebody you like, or you can do it for yourself. All of these you can do for other people if you want. Uh, the middle tier is pretty simple. Uh, you send us information about you, about what you like and what you don't like for movies, and we'll have a one-way conversation with you, and then you can come at us in the comments, and we can have some fun with that. All right, that's a three-dollar donation. Five-dollar donation. What that does kind of makes you an exec producer with the show. So you can come up with a debate in honor of you or somebody else. You can pick one rule. We'll workshop it, send it back to you. You can give us final notes and approval. <laughs> It'll be it maybe not so much notes, but you know what? We'll, we, you will be the inspiration for it. We will pause. We will dedicate the episode to you or whatever person you want it dedicated to. And that's for five bucks, right? It's supposed to be interactive. It's supposed to be fun. And I hate doing this shit, but it would be great if you wanted to help us out. And if, if you're so inclined and you like it, that's the place to do it because it just goes back into the to the show here. So that's all. That's it. I'll cue the reel. You enjoy special features number two. Let's tidy up this tangle of film by putting it on a reel. Here is a motion picture film. A thousand feet. 16,000 separate photographs. Welcome, everyone. talk about um yeah. it's been two weeks yeah i i feel enough has happened i feel more has happened than we can probably get through but um we're gonna yeah. we we agreed today that we were gonna try to stay on target now i, I don't want to use this stupid timer i did because i have to leave and come back from screen i don't want to i don't want to be oh yeah 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 change oh. don't change out anything no 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 so we're starting at 15 all right 
the, the timer's at 15. Oh yeah, perfect. Oh, so, uh, let's see, let's see if we can do do this in in a quick 25, quick minimum. Love it. 25 to 30. So, um, I I had to read over it before I even started because I was like so much blew my like so much blew out my mind that I didn't have enough mind left. <laughs> so many things that were happening so i figure let's just go through the highlights because that's you know that's you, you you go through the buffet line once yeah try a little bit of everything oh, absolutely you go, back, you go back for the for the greatest hits i love it i love it greatest hit number one that i want to touch on is um the first 30 seconds of episode fucking four the snap, oh, yeah the, the blip that was fucking wicked to see somebody reanimate and actually like see it firsthand wild it, like special effects aside that it actually did come from uh one of the comic books in the house of m series one of like when wanda's being put back together she's being put back together like a puzzle piece instead of a oh snake turns to so they actually paid a little bit of a they were like what's up dude whoever did the the artistry and the Dude, and it's so funny that you mentioned House of M because, like, I'm kind of getting filled in. I haven't, unfortunately, I have not yet read that series, and I know how good it is. But the fact that people are now making links to it from WandaVision, I'm literally like, dude, the X Men are coming. <laughs> I am so excited. <laughs> well, I feel that the, you you are you are pinpointing where this is all going to end, and I want to get there fast. So. Um, I just think that, well, first of all, neither of us, unless you're, I don't know who, unless you're Stanley, uh, and for, and can foreshadow like a motherfucker. Um, nobody ever thought what the snap was like to everybody else. We only saw the snap from our perspective, watching Hulk. hundred percent, hundred percent. And it, it was amazing to see like when somebody does a reverse snap and your heroes come back, you're like, fuck yeah. And you know, it's like one of the most satisfying moments ever. But then to see that from the perspective of a, just a fucking civilian, you know, and say in the chaos of a hospital, yeah, especially kind of, kind of making a little bit of a shout out to the overcrowdedness of our hospitals right now in the world, right? Like that was kind of freaky too. But to see coming back to life being just as fucking terrifying and a scary moment as leaving and like you know what i mean it's it was wild man whoever wrote that episode whoever was in charge of the creative direction for that one like my hat goes off to you that was amazing uh bobak s jarfani yeah bobak s jarfani and megan mcdonald wow the writers that's awesome i mean i don't i'm not familiar with either of those writers but the fact that disney hired them i think is wild Let's see what because as far as i know so she has what's her credits captain marvel 2 it looks like wow it looks like she's just like she wrote captain she marvel. brand new oh. <laughs> oh she also wrote captain marvel oh shit all right, so she wrote Now in Color, and she co-wrote We Interrupt This Program. So um, she's coming up now that, she, like, here, here, here's the biggest risk we're going to take with our universe that we've created, this perfect thing that Marvel's created, 
and we're gonna just like to to give it to somebody who doesn't have that much credentials. I'm I'm not deep cutting here, but I think it's like you're fucking in the game. You're in the end game. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, it's um, yeah, it's it's absolutely like it's incredible. And from a creative standpoint, especially someone like like guys like us and people that are like us that are at this level of just oh, doing can... what we love, it's really like inspiring you know what i mean and it's also very smart of disney because clearly they're getting amazing writers and because they are nobodies they are building the reputation with an amazing company and i just have to say because disney is such a big business it probably cost them less than if they brought these big established mc like imagine if they brought on the russo brothers right that's probably going to be a lot more money involved yeah that, you know and that's definitely a factor it is disney they're a business you know but at least it's being smart because clearly these writers are extremely talented and they're also giving them a chance to like really you know build that fucking resume <laughs> like yeah no like totally these are yeah. huge titles to be a part of you know and that episode specifically to say that you were part of writing that episode it's like wow <laughs> It's nuts because this, so much shit happened in this episode. Yeah. You see Monica Rambo and Jimmy, you know, figuring you just see like the curtain gets pulled back, right? You see the absolutely for the first absolutely. time you get reference to Monica Rambo being the daughter of uh what's mom's name? Oh yes. Um, um Marvel's Cole. best friend. Yeah, Marvel's best friend. Monica yeah. Rambo. It's Monica uh, Maria Rambo. Sorry. Yes, that's what it is. Yes. Um, Maria Piston Rambo, I think, is her like. I think so. Yeah, and they did a good job of showing her photo from the original Captain Marvel. Right? Yeah, they totally did. Yeah. Um, so we get like we get a we get some backstory on Monica. We get we know what we've sword. We get more of sword. Uh, Darcy, Jimmy Choo. Like, there's so much. Yeah, and you know, they they also did a very good job of alluding to the fact that, yes, in the MCU, Wanda got her powers from an Infinity Stone, and so did Captain Marvel. Yeah. So, by that logic, you would think that technically, like, they are evenly matched. And as we know, Marvel is like, she's, she's like, probably one of the strongest out of all of them right now. Uh, I mean, Captain Wanda Marvel obviously is arguably becoming the strongest, but... We don't like she's not we don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> oh, we don't. But like you get to see episodes one, two and three. Yeah. Through like that smart thing they did where Jimmy and Darcy are trying to figure out what's going on and they're acting like we're worse. Like they're yeah. trying to imitate the audience going, oh, yeah. they're writing the same questions we're asking on the wall. Like, yeah, those little and I've heard smarter people than I say it, but like Marvel doesn't put th like there's too much money and risk here yes to be put in that doesn't matter yes agreed and i want to come back to that because there's a there's a spot in episode uh five that really does it but um I, I don't know i just like watching monica do her thing and go undercover that's probably like th that perspective that was, give us and seeing it now makes sense right especially because when she was like i don't remember my name <laughs> and it was like what what does that mean and when we were seeing that the first time we're like she's a witch she's a witch and then now we see the real truth and it's like what the fuck like oh man it's what i love about it is also marvel is the king at really playing the cards close to the chest because even the way they were marketing wandavision they really made it seem like the whole thing was going to be the sitcom 
Yes, they like we. I I was in the same boat. Yeah, you. I thought I literally thought I was like maybe the last two episodes will be like we'll see what's going on. I really thought they were gonna milk the shit out of this thing, and they still are, but they're doing it in an even better way. Yeah, like they didn't stray. They made you think that they were going completely sitcom start to finish. Yeah. I mean, that's how the Endgame trailer was dropped, where we sat there and we're like, you know, everybody was theorizing when Tony was going to die. and That's like, right. Tony's that's already right. dead in that shot because his haircut's different. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, like it, they, you're right. They, they, they're very smart about that. They're precise. Feige is a wizard. Um, Absolutely. Well, I mean, even Ben Affleck said he's the fucking best producer in the world right now. And I mean, hey, Ben's uh, worked with everybody. So I think that's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I bet that Ben wishes that he could have been like somebody's Johnny Depp. Somebody's <laughs> yeah. Like, like he wanted to be yeah. someone's muse. I, again, man, I mean, we got to devote. I would love to devote another discussion to this, but I am actually a huge fan of his Batman. I really liked his really? Batman. I did. I did. Okay. No, we should. I liked that his Batman fucked people up. I loved it. <laughs> I did too. I yeah, man. I was ready for it. Nothing against Christian Bale. That was a great Batman, but like there's something about Frank Miller's Batman that I just fucking love. I love the idea that this man is bitter and angry and he just fucks people up. <laughs> ben Affleck, I felt like did that. <laughs> oh, he totally. He totally did. And I really do want to talk about that. But yes. Let's... So like, yeah. Anyways, that's great. We'll put a pin in that. But yes. Anyways, going back to WandaVision. Yes. Um, it's, uh, dude, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm so excited. I, I will say I was a little nervous about this phase of the MCU when they first announced it, because I'm sure like everybody, there was a lot of titles that you're like, okay, okay. I don't know much. I don't know much, but okay. Okay. And now this is the first real big project they're doing, you know, after, I guess, Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man was the first real post-Endgame, and now this, pretty much? Uh, yeah. Because, like, every, like, last year it didn't happen. So Totally. Um, yeah, so it's, it's really wild to see that they're going to start. I think we talked about this on the last episode, but it's going to be like being in a comic book store where you can dip your toes into this storyline and these characters will show up and you don't necessarily need an origin story. It's just like, yeah, it's the Marvel cinematic universe. This is how it should be. You know what I mean? Like not saying everybody shouldn't have an origin story, but if like a character you didn't expect would show up, you're not, instead of being like, wait, how does he have his powers? You're like, what? He's here now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, it's, I, I agree with you. They just have to. They just have to give you a little bit. Yeah, the threat, that writing it in. Like if they were just like yeah. accept this because yeah. making it so. It's like come on, like give me, give me um like a reason why this superhero is needed in this scene based on their power. Yeah, based on who who else they've worked with with within the group. Like now that you've got the yeah. Justice League, you can. I mean, hopefully DC figures it out, but you know, shit in one hand, wish in the other. Tell me what fills up first. Uh, <laughs> like I, it, but like to be when you when you start with the core, and you want to bring in like if you looked at oh what was that video game where you got to be like it was four player, it was Marvel, 
In oh, uh, Marvel Alliance? Marvel Alliance. Okay. If you want to start going into You could Marvel be like X-Men. You could be Spider-Man. And it was yeah. like an RPG kind of thing. Like you would go around and like totally. there was a storyline and shit. If they started to... Like that has got the f almost full... It's got the main roster and then like the B roster. Yeah, dude, for reals. Like the catalog was insane. If you want to start doing that, just give us a reason why. A little nugget of yeah. something. Because when you just want to bring it in and... Yeah. That's lazy. It's sloppy. I agree. I agree. And like pretty much at this point, the MCU's done so much groundwork that they know when they bring in a character, introduce a storyline, it's not just going to be like, Bleh. like they're not just throwing it in there. It's all part of this huge, like it's part of a huge story and it's part of like a huge puzzle. Like it's a small puzzle piece in this huge, huge, like, ensemble you know what i mean and they know that every piece needs to fit right with that in the age of when captain marvel was made and maria rambo and um oh, I, I just referred to her as captain Mar what the hell was her name oh uh what's her carol carol danvers Denver's? carol danvers denver or danvers? Yeah. i want a denver sandwich um, <laughs> carol danvers and maria rambo that was in like what the mid early 90s mid 90s yeah i would say it was like 93 94. now here's what's cool is that the reason maria ram or monica rambo exists is because she just aged to the point where she was old enough to be in sword and experience everything like yeah brought up captain trouble out of one movie and put into another one and that's what you're talking about here where if they do it right and they sew it in at the right moment you're like okay that's fine i haven't yeah. seen that kid since captain marvel but they're right. telling me that 20 years has gone by so this is how old she'd be and she followed in her mother's shoes because eventually we'll find out in captain marvel the sequel what happens with maria and carol denver so it all yeah. lines up it just has to be done with with care and that's what feige Absolutely. that's what feige's superpower is he knows yeah to be like mic drop <laughs> yeah for sure and like now we're seeing why even more so specifically captain marvel was set in the 90s you yeah. know like anchor it somewhere can, to open up the universe absolutely and it, it was smart of them it was really smart of them especially the way they ended that movie where she's like i'm just gonna go around saving saving life forms i'm gonna just explore the universe you know so it's like Sure, it, she could definitely fuck off from Earth for like twenty something years. Why wouldn't she? You know, like um, one of my favorite comic book series is is uh, called Invincible, and in that, his dad's a superhero, and his dad sometimes is gone. He's like, oh, I gotta go save a civilization in a different dimension, and sometimes he's gone for like I think there's one part he's gone for like two years, but to him, it's like I was there for four months because time works completely different and like another dimension it's so fucked but what i'm saying is like yeah why not at that point if you're like a god why not do that like why not explore that whole idea of like being in a different universe being a different dimension you know and then come back it's been 20 something years and all this shit's been going down and you're like what oh fuck <laughs> well and like with with the, the the alternate universes like with what's going on is westview an alternate reality or yeah. a curated reality is she just picking and choosing from an existing town of westview and like advertising <laughs> everybody or like is she doing it because we know since geraldine goes in 
and Gerald Geraldine is Monica Rambo. That's right. In there, infiltrates everything. We're, Darcy's watching. Darcy and Jimmy try to communicate with that old that old oh, yeah. radio that they bring up. That was fucking oh, yeah. awesome. But she finally gets in there and then gets shot out at the end. Right. And did you see the fourth wall break, by the way? Did you catch that? When they yeah. the four walls they... break the fourth wall. Yes, that's right. That literally, right? It was it was that was uh they're genius, man. They know what they're doing with this shit. But what's so interesting about this point is what happened at the end of episode three where she was shot out. We now get to see the exchange between Monica and Wanda about right. Ultron. Yes. About Pietro. Yes. About shit that happened. So now we get a solidified timeline of when shit is happening, which brings us to episode. Well, the end of episode four is where she convinces vision that nothing happened. Yeah. Really? She shot Monica Rambo out the wall, changed everything back. And is that the episode that flashes like dead for a sec? Yeah. So yeah, that was wicked. <laughs> that was so great because that's a tape change. In, yeah. in TV life, like that's the blip of the of the real cross. That's right. But they used the blip of old film television in the story of WandaVision. Yes. WandaVision's power to correct the reality she doesn't like and she rejects, which I want that fucking power. Isn't that wild? Isn't that that's nuts so that like she nuts. is technically like doing that? Well, <laughs> and the reason I bring this up is since the last two weeks have gone down, there's been like, who's doing this? Is it Memphisto? Could be Memphisto. That's right. That's um, right. And Agnes, what's up with Agnes? Agnes. Who is Agnes? Agnes is. Yeah, what's her deal, man? Who's Ralph? Who the fuck is Ralph? <laughs> okay. Somebody I know thought Ralph was Memphisto, but the real. I've heard Memphisto, that. That's the one I've been reading a lot. Okay. The real Memphisto, though, is played by Rife Ivans. No, right. Uh, uh, oh, uh, I know. Why do it's, I never get the names right? He played the lizard in Andrew Garfield's fucking Spider-Man movie. No, no, no. Isn't no. that Ray Stephans? Isn't that, that who you're that's Rife, I That's Rife. <laughs> Fuck him <laughs> from James Bond. I've screwed up my Rifes. Rafe, Rafe Fines. Thank you. There it is. Oh, Rafe, Ralph Fines. Rafe, no, it's Rafe, not Ralph. It's, it's Rafe? I'm pretty sure it's Rafe. Fuck oh, him. my God. See, like, we're both dog shit with names. No, I've fucked up my Rife and my Rafe and my... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Rife, I'm Rife, uh, the, the brother of Joseph Faines, Rife Faines, Rife Faines. Voldemort, fuck. Voldemort, thank you. <laughs> Voldemort, fucking Voldemort. <laughs> Rafe finds apparently, like, there's a there's a stupid way out there idea that he's Memphisto. Really? Yeah. There's so when they when when if Memphisto is revealed as Ralph, wait, or what's his name? Who's who are we talking about? Agnes's husband is, it, is Yeah, he, Ralph. Yeah, she calls Ralph, him Ralph. Ralph and Rife. How the fuck Rife. are we going to get through this? Right. If Rife, if Voldemort is actually Voldemort, basically. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. The guy who it's played. It's kind Voldemort. of interesting that they would pick like because he he's literally saying Voldemort. I'm like, well, it'd be interesting if he is the villain to the Sorcerer Supreme of Doctor Strange. It's kind of like, haha, Marvel. Because <laughs> he played an evil wizard, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. no, I'd be fine with that. I, he's good at it. He knows what he's doing. He's a great actor. So, like, I'd totally be okay with that. I. Do you think it could be Baron Mondo 
I think I'm saying his name right, but uh, Doctor Strange's buddy that oh. went rogue at the end of the movie. Because, like, where the fuck is he at? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's he up to? Uh, he was the... I, I can't pronounce his name properly, but I know who you're talking about. He was yeah, I feel bad, too. He has a beautiful name. name that I do not know how to say properly, but he's an incredible actor. Like, he, yes. I'm pretty sure he was nominated he definitely was nominated i don't know if he won but for 12 years a slave he was nominated yeah. uh i don't want to try we'll go we'll google it in a second but um yeah no where is he he's he's i mean he trained he yeah he, he trained man and at the end he made it very specific that he was pissed off with the wizard order and then even at the after scene credit he finds that dude that he knows like used the magic to heal his legs remember and he takes it yeah, away yeah the guy goes back to paralysis and it's like you're an asshole <laughs> like oh yeah okay yeah we're on it we're getting man 2013 holy fuck yeah how does the time go I holy shit i, I want to learn how to pronounce this guy's name right but i also can't play what's on the I, man it's and it's such a nice name like yeah shit shit would tell a joe for yeah, Chitwitelli Joe Ford. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I know I'm not saying that right, but that I'm just gonna my... say it. I'm not gonna say it now. Like, you know, when you, you both. <laughs> I wish I could get away with having the <laughs> confidence of like that Key and Peel sketch, like AA Ron. Like, I yeah. wish I could just say it, but then that would be even more <laughs> offensive, probably. Oh yeah, no, you can't. You can't do that. No, no, <laughs> yeah, no. I he would be like, and I loved him and Doctor Strange. I thought his character was like a little like he didn't do much, but I liked. And in the comics, especially with Spider Man, he fucks around with Spider Man quite a bit. Uh yeah, no, you're right. He does. My my comic my my comic game is weakened. Oh, I've I've started to pick up comics again. I'm actually rereading um, Alan Moore's special edition of The Watchmen. Oh, it's so good. It's all so in good. one. So I'm, the older I get and the more I reread it, the more I'm like, oh, this this I resonate with this so much. <laughs> oh God, it's yeah, it's it's one thing when you're younger, and it is it does as your politics change when you get older. You're like, why do I absolutely? Why do I like Rorschach more now than I? Do yeah, before? why? Oh, I get Rorschach. He's a good guy. <laughs> like he Don't is friends. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, let's let's close up this one division stuff because I feel we can go down some rabbit holes here, and there's some stuff. I okay, like. the main big thing, absolutely, we have to discuss that. As you put it so beautifully, that seventy-three billion dollar cameo. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah, we close out episode four with. Uh, vision. And did you see the look Vision gave, where he was kind of concerned? Oh, dude, he knows something's up. He like looked like 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 a hostage. Like, <laughs> like he knows. Yeah, yeah he no. really knows something's fucked up. <laughs> he looked like uh, he. What, what what happens when you sympathize with your captor? Uh, oh, uh, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Or, or... It's um, Stockholm syndrome, isn't that Stockholm. what it is? Stockholm. There you Stockholm go. Syndrome, yeah. the same problem I have. Um, <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Yes, it, he's he's it's 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 late onset Stockholm. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they peace out the babies. Then we go into episode five where Agnes comes in, who I I believe is one of the most powerful witches in the Marvel universe, Agatha Harkness, because they've done that fun name thing. Yes. If she's anybody uh, else, like if Memphisto's not Ralph, right, or Rife. And uh, if um, if 
anybody isn't anybody. Agnes is uh, Agatha Hawthorne, who I believe is more of a good witch than a bad witch in the House of M. Like, yeah, I, I, I for, yeah, like from what it's like, from what I've read, and it seems it's exactly what the show's doing a great job of. Is it's like they make it seem like she's up to like something evil, and then it's actually like she's almost like an oversight. Like she's actually making sure, kind of like Raiden. Like she's like making sure like nothing's getting too fucked up, but also letting things get a little fucked up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's like a, like a like a watcher, like the Watchmen, but like also she's definitely involved. Like she's involved with whatever's going on for sure. And I feel it's you can see the fear and the awkward in her. So I think I think she's. I wonder if this is like a good versus evil thing where Agatha Harkness is battling Memphisto for the world and mind yeah. division. Like, or maybe they're actually all under Memphisto's control, and he knows that Wanda is easy to be blamed because she's grieving and the Vision body. So it's just like no, and nobody knows about Memphisto. So yes. it's just all on Wanda. So, right? yeah. so insert episode five. We have like Taylor Hayward, douchebag from Sword. Um, explaining oh, yeah. to to everybody that he's sure one is a terrorist. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And you you are given the backstory that she stole. She which is so Superman, by the way, to steal a body and then try to. Re- yeah, I know. I laughed so hard. I'm like, it's funny that Marvel did the fucking yeah Doomsday, and they did it better and knew yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much better. I was like, why have I heard this story? Oh, I know this fable. Yeah. Um, yeah. So- you've got vision's body in pieces, which was even more interesting. Yeah. That was interesting for sure. Well, yeah. And we did forget to mention that like the big death vision at the end of episode four, where she looks up from her on her, she doesn't like her reality anymore. And she looks up and vision's dead, just a gray body. Yeah. And then insert like the fights that, um, um, I have to cat, I, you know, my cat's doing that thing where it wants to, Oh uh, yeah. The piss in the litter box. So I'm going to let her out. Give me, give me a second. Yeah, dude. Do your thing, man. All good. Now she's going to want back in in like four minutes. <laughs> Lost her opportunity to listen to us. Victorianly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so uh, you've got we've, we've figured out through episode four into five that Vision is is dead and she stole the body and she's reanimated him somehow. And he is unaware of his previous life, which means everything has been wiped. It's like a computer, right? Yeah. A reboot. Um, and now we're going through the motions of trying to figure out like what's really going on inside of the house in in the 80s which was yeah i don't know how much you loved the fact that it was a throwback to like growing pains and shit dude all of it as soon as they were doing the portrait of the painting i was just like (laughs) oh my god this is like childhood watching reruns of this shit like that it was so good they're doing such like what i love is that when they first pitched the show and they said yeah it's gonna be like sitcoms you're like what the fuck but you know, like Marvel isn't going to do something and not have the best team to really bring this to life. Like you can tell everyone that's working on the show, like 
when they're doing the 80s, they love the fucking 80s and they're doing yeah. their research, right? Like they're fans of like those shows and everything. Like, oh, Catherine Hahn was so great in this episode too. The fucking subtle mind fuckery of like, do you want me to run my lines again? It was like, what is she doing? What is she doing right now? <laughs> that that threw me for a loop. And I was like, okay, they're still, and that's where they're using like the the lines from television, the lines from rehearsal, the lines from making yeah. making a show in the show. Like it's very meta to, do, to, to play with that. And that's what, I guess that's what they keep like every week where they're like, we're being more expensive, more experimental than we were last week, all over social right. media. Like, oh, you are like, you really they are. Yeah, are. But this one, it accelerated the birth rate of the kids. Oh, dude, that whole thing was fucking wild. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. I think what she sprayed over top of the kids when she was like lavender. Oh, yeah. I'm down the beast, but I can't calm anything inside of me. Ralph sprays it on me every night. Like that thing, I don't think she was spraying lavender. I think she sprayed some sort of like pixie dust and made yeah, them yeah, yeah. grow. And, and and those kids growing, like, do you notice how these things happen to like snap Wanda out of like to keep her there to keep yeah. her in in the fantasy so that as soon as she questions reality, then shit, shit like they're like shit's gonna hit the fan. Yeah, like that's why like specifically too when Vision was like, hey. Memories like, why did Agnes do that? Why was Agnes? And like, she was refusing to acknowledge the fact that like Agnes specifically was like, do you want me to do my line over again? You know what I mean? She's like, oh, she probably just forgot. She just had a moment of like forgetfulness. It's like, you knew what happened was not right. Fuck. Like, Yeah, totally. And then when Vision starts calling it out and you're like, okay. Yeah. Something's, something's strange. Something's gone awry. Circle K, right? Like things aren't what they seem to us now to vision visions in on it with us, Catherine Hahn, Agnes is in on it with whoever she's doing this shit. And, and, and that's the thing that's interesting is like, it worries me. Is this an illusion? Is this happening? Cause like, what if, <laughs> what if the reality is? Cause we remember we've had that quick clip where Wanda fucking comes out of the bubble and she's like Scarlet witched out. Like she's in her getup, you know, ready to throw down. So I'm like, does that mean that when we see Vision, like when Wanda, more importantly, sees Vision moving and stuff, really it's his dead body, like moving around and like, do you know what I mean? Like, it, there's so many possibilities of how fucked this wizardry is going on right now. Like, is this an illusion? Is like, you know, it's, it's mind blowing. Like, and what I love about it is that they're definitely going through a realm of the MCU because I keep remembering the Eternals is like one of the other big MCU movies coming out and that's basically like Marvel it's like Marvel with gods in space basically yeah yeah, yeah. it's so off, <laughs> so off script from what they've started with yeah and it, it seems like all this shit like Captain Marvel power Wanda power like Agnes it like and now the Eternals like they're definitely going like universe rather than just to the planet yeah well with sword earth. being space and well here's the thing sword being space shield being earth and dr strange being multiverse i yeah. think like, the the potential for cracked universes like i still want to believe from what we've seen where like you make a great point and like here's 
here's the thing like for, for and i just learned this recently i don't want to pretend to be a comic book nerd but i know that there were certain artists who wrote magneto in to be quicksilver yes wanda's father just yes because it was tuesday they were like we should do this yeah yeah i didn't notice this until smarter brains pointed it out that when she comes out of the force field she pulls a magneto move she spins all the guns around oh yeah now she totally did okay now just on a budgetary level you don't do that that's special effects that's time that's oh more. yeah that's a specific choice to make her do that so and they were cops <laughs> okay so you've got the buried thing right that only uh, people who are hardcore fucking reddit super theory feed people people who don't have day jobs obviously yeah uh, have <laughs> like the time to theorize this shit catch it and be like hey look guys Here's a here's a pass at this. This is what and she was wearing like fucking red, which again, like Magneto wears the red. You know what I mean? Like, and then thirty seconds later, she's back in. Cut to the end of the episode. Knock on the door after after. Well, can't fuck forget after Wanda pulling out her magic orbs and Vision flying up and getting into a fight, and you were like, okay, now we're back to two superheroes. Yeah, and they broke the reality that they were in because their powers, their scene, um, they're not afraid to show their true colors. Literally vision has gone red. And, and then there's a knock at the door and you have, <laughs> you have Evan fucking Peters, my yeah. favorite fucking actor who craves more Evan Peters on American horror story. Oh yeah, man. I'm <laughs> in as Pietro as Quicksilver. That's right. And the best line of dialogue from Darcy going, <laughs> she recast Pietro. Oh, that was the funniest shit, man. They did that. They handled that so beautifully and surprisingly. And honestly, it was so unexpected and so good. And I love that. It's like, he comes in like, you know, hot shit too. He's got his like Boston accent or whatever. Like who's the popsicle? You know what I mean? And you're like, Oh my God. It was so great, man. It, and it was really, what I love about it is, again, they obviously know what they're doing and the X-Men are obviously on their minds. <laughs> it's obviously on the horizon. And I think they're doing a little bit of origin and a little bit of playing around. Like I don't, as much as I would love Evan Peters to be the MCU Quicksilver, I, I don't think he will be. But I think, again, Marvel is going to have a fucking ton of fun with Multiverse of Madness and everything surrounding it is just going to be fan, like just catered to the fans and why not? You know what I mean? Like, well, the, the crack of like, see, I still, I still believe that Evan Peters will go forward. Like as much fun as it is, even if it's just for an episode to be like, Hey, we're having some fun here. Yeah. Um, but like, I believe that that was Disney signaling, like saluting everybody being like, we're quietly telling you right now, get ready for X-Men, which hundred percent. I agree with you hundred percent on, but the line of recasting allows for him to continue on. Yeah. You make a very good point. It's putting, putting the egg on their face because they're like, how do we do this? Well, yeah. this is the right time because of multiverse and this is, you're right. 
cater to the fans. The multiverse can open so many doors, literally. Like, what happens? What? Yeah. Hap- what if a character wants to stay in a different universe? Well, no. What happens when when we're introduced to, to Human Torch? Oh, my God, dude. Winter Soldier cracks, cracks a multiverse and runs into Chris that. Evans. What if, what if this? I can't remember who told me this, but I heard this theory. No, it was you. It was exactly you, and you said it before. And I want I want credit where credits due. When we were talking about the recasting of uh, of of uh, all the characters for Avengers, like if they each got their original oh, voice, yeah, apparently yeah. one of the multiverses. Did you say this? Where the multiverse was? Yeah, there was a rumor that one of the multiverses would be like the scene from Avengers or something iconic, and it's the yeah. Like rumor was it would be the shawarma because then they wouldn't all have to get paid because yeah. they wouldn't have any dialogue. Yeah. But it would basically be like Tom Cruise's Iron Man. I think uh, Tom Hildeston was actually auditioned for Thor originally. So like that would be fucking hilarious. But yeah, like there was a rumor that they were going to do that. And I, again, they pulled off the Evan Peters thing. I could see them pulling anything off. There's rumors even that they might introduce. They might have either Garfield or Toby or Maguire's Spider-Man show up in one of the episodes. And I'm like, honestly, at this point, do it. I'm so fucking ready for that. I'm down. Am, Why not? You've in, and with COVID blues, man, like yeah. you got us, we're, we're all feeling out. We need good feeling fake worlds. We need fun shit that we're like, you know what? Yeah. On a normal day when we're chewing through too much fucking content, we can be critical assholes. <laughs> desert out there right now. So you're right. Sure. Perfect fucking time to do well, shit is right now. Right now, man. And honestly, you have it all. For the first time, finally, you pretty much have it. You have all of Marvel. Why not utilize it? Like you guys will print posters. I literally have a giant poster of like a Marvel lineup. And I'm like, they can actually do this fucking go for it like what you can't do with movies you're gonna do a tv and it sounds like not only are they doing that with marvel star wars obviously like after the luke cameo and mandalorian which again holy fuck (laughs) i know that marvel is just gonna be like the floodgates are open man like who knows man what if they actually somehow even if it was a quick cameo hugh jackman came back as wolverine like why not I'm betting right. Well, yeah, we know that because that's the way they can make it happen is different universe, different. Absolutely. Time. Absolutely. Where he, they where be like, you. Yeah. Like we don't want like as much as obviously they'd be like, Hugh, we want you to come back to play Wolverine for movies. They could be like, would you be down to do like seven minutes, seven minutes is Wolverine. This is the scene. And Hugh Jackman always said that he could see the one thing bringing him back to the character is if it was with the Avengers. And maybe he said that because he thought it would never happen. But the fact that it could, why not just have a quick fan, like cater to the fan scene. And like, he is like, he'll always go down as like, he's like the Sean Connery of Wolverines. Like, you know what I mean? Like he'll always be, they could have like 10 more Wolverines before I die. He's going to be the Sean Connery Wolverine for me. Like, Oh, I totally, I, that's the best way to explain. It's the only way my brain knows how to like say that is like, he'll be the Sean Connery for the Wolverines. I think I'm going to steal that. I'll give you credit for that on a tweet, but I'm going to steal that. (laughs) (laughs) Hugh Jackman, the Sean Connery of Wolverines. (laughs) 
Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, I can't wait for more Wandavision madness. Like, where Dude, it's going? It's crazy. Four episodes left, I think, which is fucking wild, especially with the way the last one ended. That's why I'm like, give me whatever, whatever fan service you want to do, man. I will eat that shit up. I'm loving it. I uh, I wanna, I wanna try to get more than just three things in today. But between the two of us, I, I don't think that's. A- <laughs> that's I just a- want to say one quick thing. Yeah, I do yeah, yeah, hope. Yeah next episode they go 90s more full house and like quicksilver is uncle jesse so he's living in the house but like in the attic and he's gonna be like (laughs) the uncle jesse and like you know something could happen where something's gonna fall and uncle jesse comes down and like puts the vase back on the table and goes back up to the attic or something ridiculous like (laughs) that would be really funny because i'm like does he live with them now like i hope he does (laughs) or 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 how's this like you do have an Olsen sister. Yeah. It would be fantastic if they figured out how to somehow convince Mary Kate and Ashley to yeah. jump on WandaVision and yeah. be two other witches in the background. Right? Like yeah. if they're ever gonna do anything as a family, it'd be stupid. Like even if they don't talk, it'd be stupid for them to not be like, You're gonna get paid like five million for this. I movie. did I told my buddy, I'm like, at this point, I would love if Evan Peters was like, hey, sis, dad's here too. And then Michael Fassbender walks in and he's like, hi, kids. Or even Ian McKellen. Imagine if Ian McKellen walked in and he's like, kids. That's that's totally what, those are the kind of things that they can do now. Is it too? For sure. For sure. I don't know. Let's let's bring ourselves out of WandaVision. Um, I want to talk to you about this. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm an Xbox guy. I have been brand loyal for a long time. You have a PS five, which I'm patiently waiting for the day where it's safe for us to play together. I, you know what? I think it's actually on the, I think more than ever that is on the horizon where it's not going to matter what system we have. It'll just matter about the game, which I'm fucking pumped for. I know there are some games that do cross uh, platform play so i'm excited when it's just like that's the standard so we can really be like let's get the same game <laughs> yeah no totally and it, it, instead of i'll buy i'll spend 80 bucks to play a game with you i won't spend yeah. 100 to buy a system to play with you no for sure and like again a system is a commitment right and like it's brand loyalty which i respect like people love to be like android versus apple xbox versus playstation i'm like man at the end of the day, it's what the fuck do you want to use it for? And what do you play? Like, So have you played Cyberpunk yet? No, man. I, uh, funny what, enough. Why, why I you haven't? So I don't know if it's back on the PSN network, but long story short, after the whole debacle and uh, CD Projekt Red saying they would offer refunds, uh, Sony doesn't really do that a lot. So Sony got fucking pissed and they took the game. Like they said they would honor the refunds, but until the game was ready to go, they took it off of the, off of the digital store. And I have my PS five now and it's just a digital, like it's the digital version. So I'm only playing digital games. So I don't think I can even get it to play as a digital version. So like I haven't checked because the last I saw they were like, we're not going to put it back on until it's like fixed and people aren't fucking shitting their pants about it which is right like totally understandable let me actually i have an app on my phone let me just quickly see 
if I can even look up cyberpunk on because for those who don't know um like video game making is a pretty I've I I only have secondhand knowledge probably fifth when I really can think about it but um it's a pretty intense environment because you've you've got to make this product that's a one-off right it's like selling a car or a coffin right you've got to yeah and then you've got to make as many people love it to then hook them with like the blizzard mentality of we're not going to give you a new game we're just going to give you an expansion pack yeah play so um making games is tough cyberpunk it's backstory for for the person who's who's not into video games but might find this interesting was they were one of the first ones to pull a big name actor into their world in cyberpunk 2077 they took keanu reeves and keanu reeves played a character in the video game so it was like getting keanu reeves to act for you yeah and like it wasn't a gimmick like his character was pivotal to the storyline so yeah it was like a big deal huge announcement he came out that was where Keanu Reeves was like I love you I love you I love you I love you yeah. he was like the Oprah of I love you you get a card yeah and, <laughs> and and then uh and and the game just fucking flopped like it oh, came out they rushed it it had glitches for days people wanted their money back like you said Sony was like well we don't have the game on here so we can't give you your money back for a thing that yeah and I just checked and I, you can't even i look it up and it doesn't even show up like it's not on there you so you can't buy it digitally i think if you go to a retail store you can probably get the like physical disc if they have any left i don't know if they made retail stores pull it or whatever but yeah man and like the company like cd project red's just getting fucked <laughs> oh god they're it's that, getting worse and worse for them that's the developer yeah, it's uh, CD Projekt Red. I'm pretty, yeah, that's the developer. And so my the first thing I will say is like, they fucked up big time. Nobody can argue that. Bottom line is you have eight years to make a game and this is the shit that you put out. It's, uh, it's embarrassing. So they do deserve that. However, I will say they have admitted to everything. They never, like they apologized right away. They were giving refunds and whatnot. Um, but the bottom line is that, yeah, like they fucked up royally. Now I think they're just, it's like, now it's just kick, kicking a dead horse what's happening to them. They're getting hacked. They're getting, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I don't even know if this game will ever properly be fixed at this point. And <laughs> is this the ET? Like the Atari ET? Yeah. We're going to find all this shit buried in the desert. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, I it's just, it's a mess. And it sucks because I haven't played Witcher 3, but I know it is one of the most acclaimed games of all time. Everyone I talk to has had nothing but amazing things to say about it. So I know that they have the reputation and everything, but it sucks that like one project is really like, it's ruining them. And... I definitely started off where I was like, they deserve it. But at this point, I'm like, I always love a good comeback story. And I want to give them the chance to like fix the game and come back. But after this fucking hacking, man, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know either, because essentially from what I could tell from the article was that if they have the source code, yeah, they can do whatever, like they can make the game. Right? They can make the game and like literally they can, yeah, like they have the literal like basically they have the blueprint and then some of the game 
which if this is true, that means the developers don't have it. So whoever has the source code can literally make the game whatever they want and like put it online for free. And then at that point, why are you even going to continue making that game? This sounds like the opening scene of Tron, the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's, it's like, I was talking to Claudia about this and I was saying like, you know, the real kind of scary thing that's happening in the background too, like obviously what is mainstream news is still when somebody tweets something really fucked up and whatnot, but these hackings are getting really scary. Like the fact that they took the source code of their two games and sold it online. I'm like, so what does that company do? <laughs> like they, well, okay. So the, the, the happy ending here is these hackers are so mad that this game was rushed and then there was shit against Sony and now shit against obviously like I don't know how much CD Projekt Red I mean there is I I don't know where to put blame for something like this but I can only imagine that it comes from the top down because that's usually whose head rolls first right yeah absolutely like a bunch of CEOs making promises and vice president yeah or forcing like saying no the game has to be done by this quarter and they just say it's gonna be you know what I mean like yeah, and I mean, I've I've seen some small documentaries about how these guys go into like, coding withdrawal, and their brains are all fucked. Like being yeah. being a being a video game designer now is like I mean, it's always been stressful, but like I can fucking only imagine now what it must be like with the competition that's out there. Like it's just a fierce fucking market. But yeah, like they, I talk about this with my buddies all the time, and like one of the big things is they need to get a union. Like they they have yeah. Like it's, and you know, what's funny is a lot of people don't know this. It's the richest, like it's the most money-making industry in the world of entertainment. So like it destroys the movies by like billions of dollars. What did Blizzard make on World of Warcraft? Like just oodles, like they're printing money with that. That that game literally, and they still make expansions. I'm like, who the fuck is still playing this? (laughs) No, I know. I know somebody played so much of it that they had a growth on their lap. Dude, I 100% believe that, man. I know people that are still like, when's the next Diablo coming out? And I'm like, that can only be our generation that's playing. Who even knows about Diablo? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Who's still, who's still operating a system that, that small? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, so, okay. So, in like, this, this is this something you think like i'm a i i'm a hardcore gamer so i'm only a this this doesn't happen to me because i play on a much superior system so like <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, love it love it i mean i can only understand what it's like to be duped and to be sucked in and 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 spit out with like nothing like you don't even get your 99 dollars back or whatever at some point like did yeah. you pay for it you paid for it now you can't play it right me no i you know what i was one of the lucky ones i never bought it i never pre-ordered it because you know what happened was when i knew i was getting my ps5 i had the mentality of like all right man you're gonna try and go ps5 as much as possible and i knew cd project red was making a ps5 version they just said it's gonna come out later than the ps4 one so i was like you know what as much as it's going to kill me, I'll wait. Even if it's a year after, whatever, I think it'll be worth the wait because the game looked fucking incredible. And then this happened and I personally was like, 
holy shit did i dodge a fucking bullet <laughs> well i did the same thing with um with battlefront 2 because or battlefront i can't oh remember. yeah battlefront 1 i was like i was very much against it because i heard the loot boxes like they were just they yeah were, they were awful it was really bad it like ruined the game <laughs> well and they what they were doing was they took the gameplay from the first one which I guess they realized that playing heroes is what everybody bought the game for. Like nobody wants to be a stormtrooper thirty-seven times in a row. So yeah. So but happened? then they were like, "Hey, <laughs> you could be Luke." Yeah. You it was could... just stupid. It was like I think I saw it's like be Luke if you play four hundred hours or give us twenty dollars right now, and it's like, yeah. what the fuck? That was really bad. Like and like they weren't they weren't selling five dollar stormtroopers. They were just selling the heroes. And then it's like, okay, but you always want to be Luke. Then it's not like the gameplay, you, the, it's diminished returns because the gameplay, you're always Luke. Like yeah. Run through, like Luke always runs through shit and, and wins. Like look at Mandalorian. We haven't seen yeah. him winning, yeah. right? Like, so whenever you write Luke old or young, he always wins. Yeah. So I don't, I don't enjoy slaughtering people over and over and over again. I like the challenge of the game, but just hanging that over you and video games in general, just eventually getting to the point where it's like, this is fucking gambling. Like I need a credit. It is. It is. And I have an account. I love that they even try to argue it's not. It's like, no, it a hundred percent is you assholes. Like it is. And like if you're a parent, you don't know. And all of a sudden you're, you know, you, you make your kid the account and then they're on online. And they're like, what's well, only five bucks. 75 yeah, later, you bought all these $5 games, but your parents are, you know, making a mortgage payment. Maybe, you know, I don't know, I like, maybe kids need more immigrant parents, but if I ever asked my parents to create an account for me to buy video game, you know how hard it was to get my parents to give me video games for Christmas because they just fucking hated them? <laughs> these parents that are creating these accounts for kids, fucking lucky kids, man. You fucking, my dad would always be like, until you could figure it, he'd be like, yeah, when you have your own money, you can buy whatever you want. It'd be like, fuck. I, I was like, talking about immigrant parents, but your dad was an immigrant. Okay. Well, my parents were like hardcore immigrants. So like the <laughs> idea of being like, hey, mom, dad, can you create a PSN account for me? And can I use your credit card to buy games? They, that was a backhand. Like that was, what the hell's wrong with you? You know what I mean? My dad's like, I'm not working hard every day for you to fucking use my credit card for video games. Are you insane? Oh, like funny. <laughs> so sometimes when I read about those parents being like, oh my God, I gave my kid my phone and I have a $5,000 bill. It's like, why'd you give him your phone? I wasn't, my dad would fucking lose his mind on me if I tried taking his $1,000 phone. Like what the fuck? But on the flip side, you can totally kill a Candy Crush now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, but like dad, I'm going to get in a tournament and I'll win. Yeah. <laughs> I'll plan now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Dad, it's gonna. I'm gonna make it all back. Ever heard of League of Legends, Dad? That's gonna be me. <laughs> but yeah, no. I just, I always laugh when I read would read those things because I'm like, ah, come on, man. Those kids shouldn't be even allowed to do that shit. I wasn't. Off. <laughs> cut, cut those little fucking ankle biters off. Um, moving on. H you gotta earn it. <laughs> HBO did a thing where they were like, hey. There's going to be a spinoff series of Harry Potter. And we're like, a TV series of Harry Potter. And then they were like, yeah. Oh, man. Well, they said. And everybody's been like, okay, so, so like, we know these people aren't coming back. Like, we, we, we know we, 
we're not going to see the big three anymore. So obviously it's going to be a different That's right. Story. But recently, um, <laughs> there are no deals in place. There are no writers. There's nothing. So I can't add anything to what everybody's already speculating about. That's what entertainment. So literally, heard. does that mean? <laughs> it sounds like someone was at a meeting and he's like, basically the meeting ended where someone was like, oh, do you guys want to do a Harry Potter show? And someone's like, yeah, I'd be down. Okay, cool. We'll talk about it in like four years. Okay, cool. And then that guy was like, I got to tweet my buddy who works at fucking TMZ. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right? how do you make an announcement like that? And you're like, but we have absolutely nothing. <laughs> best part of this whole thing like it's such a big now now here's what i think might be happening with this because this is where all the fun weird stuff kind of starts like we've we've nerded out now we can kind of go over some weird bullshit um by the way cd project red i do hope you get your yeah. back i mean as much as you fuck the dog and somebody made a mistake somewhere and they should be fired I do agree that at the same time you tried, you tried really hard to make a thing that everybody liked and it's not your fault and you shouldn't be hacked for it. Yeah. I, I like, I agree. Look like absolutely take a risk creatively. It doesn't always plan out, but like, that doesn't mean that it's like throw them out. They're done. You'll never work in this town again. Like that's not right because it's like me saying every single fucking episode of the nerdgasm is perfect. And it's all like, you know what I mean? There's a random episode I could pull out where I was like, damn, if somebody only saw this episode, I get why they'd be like, this is dog shit. Oh, totally. Right? I completely agree. And like, you did deserve a second chance. I mean, this is a mistake. Yeah. Nobody, nobody didn't, nobody did anything wrong here. They just didn't do enough right. But back yeah, to, I think exactly that. Back to this HBO thing. I think they're doing a Disney thing. I think they're doing the whole like, what would happen if we said this? what's the crowd response like get the buzz going yeah buzz yep. going. like this could be this could be two guys being like hey man like you want to do a harry potter thing and the guy's like hey man let's do a harry potter thing like, let's just throw it out there and see what happens because we can always say it's not being done a week later and if it didn't be and the reason i think this is because somebody someone somewhere online a week or two ago was like hey if we remade uh, uh edward scissorhands timothy oh, calamay <laughs> Or uh, Tom, uh, fuck, why do I never remember his name? Spider-Man. Oh, um, uh, Tom Hiddleston, or no, Tom, um, oh my God. What? Every day I see this kid. Tom, uh, there's so many Toms. Okay, it's okay. We're, we're, we've never claimed to be professionals. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Tom Holland, uh, there you go. It's Tom Holland. It Tom Holland, my I God. I it was Tom Holland. <laughs> that was embarrassing. Uh, very embarrassing like how do you <laughs> how do you fucking call yourselves nerds can't remember you fucking fucking nerds. Guys, name right, nerds. everybody we have fucking day jobs our brains are spent after eight hours a day so, yeah, man. hey if we can't and, like, remember everything um but uh this is what i think they're doing i think matters they, is the love we have. yeah my point oh, it's okay uh my point is, is i think they did the thing where someone was like hey tom holland or Timothy Chalamet as Edward Scissorhands in a remake. And then what happened on Super Bowl weekend? Timothy Chalamet was in a commercial as Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, that was wicked. <laughs> Stupid wicked because it was Edward Scissorhands' son and Winona yeah. was his fucking father. <coughs> yeah, I think that was wicked when uh, Winona Ryder actually showed up blown away. 
I think this is what HBO is doing. They're like, let's garnish what we can. The Zach, it's the Snyder cut. It's the Snyder cut phenomenon. If Part of me get enough online, it'll eventually build up so much buzz yeah. that and, they'll have to do it. And that's what the internet, like I was telling my buddy, like it's sad that unfortunately the majority of the light being shed on the internet is toxic, but the internet should be used exactly for this. Like if I was a company and I had the rights to a series, I would purposely say, leak this out. Yeah. We are thinking of doing a live action, blah, blah, blah. And then the crowd, you literally get free, like customer feedback, essentially. Yeah. And it, then you go from there, man. Like it's, it's a no fucking brainer. Like. No, it totally, it totally, it's free. Like you have to, you have to pay them for their time. You have to get their survey. You have to, you know, your, right. your focus you, groups is time and money. It's free. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to say quickly on the Harry Potter thing. I would love, I honestly wouldn't hate if they devoted a season to each book, like seven seasons for seven books. I actually would be cool with that. I think that'd be worth the like new imagining cast, the new imagining of the world. I would be into it because they could definitely do things that the book that the movies say lacked not taking away from the movies oh. i'm still a fan of the series but there are some things that i'm like why didn't you do this in the movie you know what i mean and i feel like in a show absolutely i think you should call hbo and be like i have the idea that you are lying <laughs> <laughs> like i i oh hang on you still there yeah, man, I'm here. Oh, yeah. I did the thing where I, oh, I can't make the thing go bigger. I like your desktop. That's nice. Thank you. That's, uh, it's like right outside Colony and Portage. It is, eh? That's beautiful. Holy shit. That's not my photo. It's still nice. Thank you, though. Makes us look nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my background of a painted white door. You have a better background than I do. You have all the comic books and shit on the wall. Yeah. There. Yeah. It's like, there. soon enough soon enough i can dude hell yeah man anyways um so with with uh with our long list getting shorter uh <laughs> to bring up was and you mentioned this one uh this was this is a great story too so uh nintendo reportedly canceled a zelda netflix series after it leaked um so like here in america i guess leaks are like we just talked about, good and bad, they give you some feedback. And if you yeah. want to one thing for misdirection, that's great because that's what Marvel did for, for a couple movies. They were like, totally, this is happening. And then you started focusing on that and then you forgot you were, you know, you were investigating them to find out what was happening on right. Winter Soldier and whatnot. So those can work, but this leak didn't work. Um, apparently, this apparently, first of all, this has been work, like they've been trying to do this since 2015. Yeah, man. I remember when they first announced that. I was like, Pumped. And so this starts kind of making some headway. Then a Star Fox claymation thing starts to happen. Yeah, man. And apparently that guy was already working on it. Like, yeah. yeah. And so you've got these two things from Nintendo lore that really do, like, <laughs> like they really do. Besides Mario, I can't think of two Nintendo groups and characters that come to mind more than Star Fox and Zelda, right? Like, yeah, for sure. So these are great flagships for Nintendo to start making some serious television shows. 
And then somebody at Netflix leaked it. And then Nintendo was like, fuck you all. We're not doing anything. Yeah, man. Like, it's like, I don't know. It seems like Nintendo, like, I watched a show that Netflix had over um, over Christmas called High Score. And it's like, uh, great. it's great. Phenomenal show. F- absolutely phenomenal. But that episode they did on Nintendo, Nintendo takes a lot of pride. And it does seem like it is just like kind of in the Japanese business culture, they, they take a lot of pride on like, they have to be the ones that make the calls on everything and nothing can be told to the public unless it's on their terms. So they did not see the leak at all how you and I would see it. They saw that as like betrayal, you motherfuckers. No, they, well, they, that's, like, that's the thing we don't have over here they have honor yeah they have honor and like honor is the it's basically the foundation of like you know their their work and culture and i i love it i absolutely love it but yeah it does not surprise me that it didn't work out <laughs> like you can't pull that shit with nintendo and like look man clearly there were people working on shit and they're like nope fuck it we'll pay whatever netflix gets pissed about we'll just give them that money like whatever yeah no it's crazy it's crazy, and I, I, I mean, I, I'm upset that there's yeah, like I'm about it because like yeah, I, Star Fox, Star Fox was one of my favorite fucking games. dude in claymation Star Fox. I'm like right? fuck yeah, that would have been fucking wicked. Yeah, it would have been really cool. Um, so that's the thing. That's the thing. I, like you is that we're angry, and I think we're entitled to as fans because it'd be different if Nintendo was like. Fuck it, we're gonna go take it to HBO or whatever. But I'm pretty confident Nintendo will be like, we'll never talk about this again for 30 years. And they will, like, they'll literally let it burn and die because they're like, we don't need it, you need us. Like, you know what I mean? So it's, it's like, fuck. <laughs> so there's a good chance that we may never ever see these projects. Uh, yeah. And I mean, even with video game movies being on the rise, and, and well, shows in this case, um, those would have attracted those would have been like the dad watching with son shows like you'd have four four eyes on the screen because be like i played this when i was a kid and then you know your son would be like well this is the i want to play the new because then they would make a new video game based on the claymation right yeah well and and it was smart because it was like game i remember they were marketing the zelda show as game of thrones for families which is cool because it's like invested television is basically what they're saying right so and then also that would be competition for Netflix against Amazon's Lord of the Rings show that I assume will probably be family friendly. I like, I, I don't know, but well, it would still be kind of competition of, we have our own fan- fantasy show of a big property. You guys have a fantasy show of a big property. You know what I mean? And like, that's how business works. Like that's how these studios work. So I'm sure Netflix is really like mother oh well i mean yeah they i mean i think the sandman's gonna be netflix's game of thrones copy that's true hey and like that cast they pumped out looks good the reason i say that is because they have game of thrones cast members in it but that's that's the point um no i i yeah i I just love how you're like game of thrones is family friendly i was like extremely family friendly like they fuck each other friendly (laughs) yeah yeah what would you say that show's about? Oh, it's family friendly. Uh, it's all about episode, family. It's all, first episode of brother and a sister fuck after they kill a child. 
We got to keep it in the family. <laughs> Literally keep it in your sister. Uh, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie well keep it in your sister. Well <laughs> I have to tell me twice. Seriously, come here. Uh, <laughs> anyways, enough about. Oh, soon it's happening. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> so, boo to no Zelda in Starfield. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, again, like, you know, take a page out of Sega's book sega finally you know got their head out of their ass <laughs> and they did something with sonic and it paid off like just shop it to another studio they did and like and all they had to do was dental work <laughs> yeah, right and like look at that another thing they took the customer feedback they took the fan feedback and it fucking was worth it because the redesign was perfect jimmy says all the time whenever we talk about sonic he was like anybody who complained about that has to they have to go pay and watch it because yeah he was like okay we, yeah we can't this is not the sword we want to die on this is yeah not the people we want to argue with because these are these are nerds nerds will that's right nerds and they did it for us they did it for you yeah so you owe them the 15 to 20 dollars wherever i agree in the world i totally agree with that to see it uh, and it did well so that's good i'm glad like i am glad because could you imagine if they did all that shit it's still flopped and people were still like fuck this movie it'd be like oh that sucks yeah. but i mean how many times do studios get that feedback and they're like no fuck you guys the movie's coming out the way we visioned it's like fuck you uh so this chucky thing <laughs> that you oh my god that was amazing dude i wish like I told Claudia, I'm jealous of the people that got that Amber Alert. Just like the reaction. Imagine if you could see a compilation of people getting the Amber Alert. Oh my God, would that be funny? Um, I didn't, I, I heard about it in passing. I was like, there's a Chucky doll involved in an Amber Alert. Yeah. I didn't know a Chucky doll started an Amber Alert. Yeah. So yeah, I, walking around with it, I'm just guessing someone was walking around with a Chucky doll and a Karen came by and, <laughs> and was it's like real. that you're you're stealing a child and this person's like, No, this is a dummy from an incredibly popular B movie horror scene. <laughs> this is not a real thing. And then she had just figured out how to dial faster than any other human and got somebody on the phone. Like it, it's just happenstance, right? It really didn't like how many people did this go through? I think I wonder it like, so from what it sounds, I mean, the County, like they had to make an apology. So obviously enough people got it that it was like fucked. And I read the Amber alert, like somebody posted it and it's clearly a very big fan of the Chucky series. Cause the Amber alert was not only describing Chucky, but the Amber, Amber alert was for his son that they introduced in like seed of Chucky. <laughs> So it was saying that Chucky abducted his son <laughs> from the show and they, they are from the movies and they even showed a picture of like, so my theory is it was somebody hacked their system and did that. Somebody who purposely like left in spite or something or a buddy of mine who is a, um, like he's a, he writes like tech script he said sometimes when they're testing out new systems, that's what they do is like the guy who's making it will pick his favorite character and he'll make 
the full detailed and that's what they show for training but it's like a simulated but you i guess you could fuck something up and you could actually make it go live and i really want to know if that's what happened because that is <laughs> fucking amazing that's so, amazing i'm reading it right now because like i honest like i was like okay this is i kind of purposely didn't read it because i'm like that's exactly what this is and let's see if i'm right i'm way wrong this is hilarious dude it's hilarious the alerts claimed that Chucky, a red-haired killer doll, had abducted his kind-hearted son, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn, that's so. What you're saying, like, so a training program accidentally went live. That's like on that is what... alert, and they may have been doing a training session. And it, it, <laughs> okay, so this is the nuclear bomb in Hawaii of Amber Alerts. One hundred percent. That whole thing that happened, where the sirens went and people got fucking yeah. It sounds like, like, as far as I know, the, like, police, county, or whatever made an apology, but they haven't officially said what the fuck happened. Like, I couldn't find a reasoning. So a buddy of mine was like, I bet you that's what happened, was that was a training simulation to test out the system, and the programmer accidentally made it go live, and it actually sent out. <laughs> and he probably caught it right away. So he's like, oh, fuck, close off, close off. But it's sent to enough people that people were like, what the fuck? And like, it's hilarious. Like, scene in overalls, it describes everything he's wearing. It says scene with a knife, like a kitchen knife. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's so funny. This is the most, I mean. How does that happen? Watch, they're going to announce a new Chucky movie like next week. And they'll be like, that Amber Alert was the best press we ever had. I mean, I do under, I, I completely understand how that could happen. I'm not, sure. I'm not sitting here going, who does it happen? I at work have programs that are live that certain things do other things and they're all like redundant. And, oh yeah. But like other things you can be in, like we're in training and you're like, hello, Dave. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, but like, like this is not something to fuck around with. No, like this isn't something that you can make that mistake with. <laughs> But at the same time, it's really funny that dude is like, how do, and like, yeah, you totally would. Like if you're entering the training simulation and it's probably got a space that says like interphrase here, yeah, or color of alert here, like you just fill in the blanks. Yeah. I was like, like you said, he's probably a huge fan of Chucky. And he's like, I'll be entertaining for this class. We'll do something fun or at least, you know. Yeah. That's exactly what, yeah. and it's so harmless. And then yeah. not, and then people are running around like there's a killer doll on the street. Fuck, man! Imagine someone who saw that and was like, "I've been preparing for this for years. I knew that shit was real." <laughs> Get to the fucking cellar. <laughs> He's like, got a game plan and everything. That would be fucking hilarious. Like, oh, totally would be. Um, Sony's Resident Evil reboot movie gets September release date. Yeah, man, I'm fucking pumped for that shit. Did you play Resident Evil, like the original ones? Yeah, so I played them growing up. Um, I think uh, the first one I ever actually finished all the way from not being too scared wasn't until Resident Evil 4. Um, so that was like, but yeah, like I played Resident Evil. Resident Evil 1 was too difficult, I remember. Like Resident Evil 2 had the fixed camera angles, but Resident Evil 1 was like bad. Like you keep hitting a table and you get like <laughs> into a wall and shit but resident evil 2 and resident evil 3 nemesis were like my two that i played growing up and um yeah i was a huge fan of resident evil 2 that was one of my 
all-time favorite shit my pants games to play. So when you saw the first movie and you were like, this is nothing like the video game. Yeah. Oh man. Cause th- what, what this, what, what this is, is this is a, this is going back to, cause I never played the game. So I wasn't really disappointed when I saw it and when, and everybody was like, this is not, this is not the video game. Right. Right. But this one is going back to where the hell is it here? What are the name? Yeah. It's yeah, from what I read, it sounds they're like they're characters, Claire Redfield and Jill Valentine. Yeah. They're starting with resident evil too. Yeah. Raccoon city in 1998. Yeah, man. So one, I think it's great because it's been long argued that, and I think so, like rightfully so I think resident evil two is probably the best game in the franchise. And that's everyone's favorite because Resident Evil 1, the whole game is in a mansion. So the first movie got it right in terms of location. It starts in the mansion and then Umbrella is underneath and you don't ever see outside of the city. It's just going deeper in this facility. So yes and no, <clears throat> the game, the first movie did that because the first game stayed in one location. What was so awesome about the second game was it fucking opened up into the city and Raccoon City is now taken over. So you're now going from this like underground facility or whatever this mansion to now the city and the movie definitely tried doing that but again fucking even the second movie missed the ball so hard with that shit yeah like it really i I don't and i mean it took me until like the third or fourth movie to be like oh so like when i watched people play the game i was like you were in basement of a facility like you look like you were just running around in boxes like it's yeah so rudimentary but like i get it you know zombie game whatever all that stuff and it's just those things where people were like it's the assassin's creed thing too like video game making making movies out of video games i mean if you go back as far as super mario yeah man oh this is more than it hits the you know what i find too is that especially with the video game i feel like if the direct like if the main leads the producer the director and like pretty much the whole creative team if the whole creative team has not played the game inside out knows the shit out of the game like a dave filoni of it what are you doing Uh, why are you doing it yeah like why are like obviously the studio is doing it because they're like assassin's creed made how much let's do the movie but like you're only basing that on money like you need to creatively get someone who's like i have been obsessing with assassin's creed as a movie for years read my script not hey so and so directed a movie like that's close to assassin's creed let's bring them in and see what they would do because you don't know how many times i see like directors talking and i'm like man you don't even really know the source material like you know that it's important to the fan base and you're like you say the right things like i want to respect the fans and blah 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 but then when you see it's like dude come on like i can tell your heart is not behind the passion of like it needs to be that's why like with something like the last of his tv show the huge thing for me is not only craig mazin who's in a like he's one of the best writers but you got neil drunkman who's coming in too and that guy if you know he's the he's literally the director and creator of last of us so who better to come on and tell you how to properly do this shit right like which like that's probably gonna be the video game 
finally to break. Like it was supposed to be Halo, but Halo just got too fucking expensive. Yeah, Halo got so expensive and then it just got fucked over with producers being like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, this is Crazy. too much. Master Chief is too much. Yeah. Um, and so like, but that I feel that that was supposed to be like, okay, we're going to do it right. Yeah. And yeah. And they hadn't done that. Then, you know, it, um, I think it kind of opened up for anybody else to be like, well, they didn't do it. Let's try it. Yeah. If you don't <coughs> like people buy these things and play them. And I mean, yeah, they're not as, well, I shouldn't speak. I don't get as stupid, crazy into a story that much i mean i enjoy i i enjoy the story of my character but i enjoy a movie way more than i enjoy the character in a video game but if you can long form the game and create more experiences for the character yeah you you've got some fucking fans who, who've who always wondered that so yeah yeah right you can really fuck it up and then like that's that's a fan base you don't want to alienate well and and like and it's the I feel like um, the Last of Us you would love because one it's really it is completely character driven and what's amazing is that you can tell Neil Druckmann has more the vision of a filmmaker than say a game developer and what I mean by that is that those games are basically I don't know what the right word ever is to use but they're created in a way where it honestly is like a film like it really is that's why it translating into a tv show is really exciting because actually bringing in then him along with filmmakers is going to be unreal you know what i mean because i think obviously it's very different from having to develop a world than actually using the world you have so it's i don't know it's it's i'm it's really exciting that there are studios that are taking these projects seriously like even netflix with the witcher like that's a really good example too of how that, yep that how well they're doing like they're catering <laughs> to it really well because they're finding they're now doing games where I think like they're focusing on good character driven stories like the action is an element you know obviously but it's got a character and a story and that's what it needs to be at the end of the day to be a good TV show or movie is without that real story character that's going to develop because you don't have the filling in with me mashing buttons on a controller me experiencing actually like hunting this beast or whatnot right so that's why like you brought up mario the problem with fucking mario was everyone's like okay so first of all they gotta be real plumbers like why on earth is all of this it's like and then they're like we can't have them eating mushrooms and getting really big, but they'll have the super shoes, and that's how they jump up. It was such a right. It was such a Bob Hoskins, Bob like man John Leguizamo. Oh God, dude, when they're rocking the Goombas in the elevator, <laughs> it's so bad. I it's mean, so I, bad, right? I love to watch it, but it's so yeah. bad. The, first of all, I don't know why Mario needed to have a live action adaptation why wouldn't they do a full-length animated feature like i don't understand why that never happened yeah and they could have done it in like 64-bit dude <laughs> even, minecraft that would have been amazing <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, and even if they wanted, they could have Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo come back and do the voices for them. Hundred um, percent. Oh, what was the best part? Was Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario. Mario, Mario, what? That was their names. I'm not even kidding. You look it up in the movie. His name is Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. And oh. they're Mario's plumbing company. Oh, the Mario. So, so instead of being Mario Senior, they just Mario Mario. Mario Mario, and he's Luigi Mario. I know. I. That's it's so stupid. Wow. Yeah, like again, like I, I, I love that Nintendo was fine with that one, but then the Netflix Zelda one, they're like, "You sons of bitches leaked it!" No, I guess nobody leaked Mario, but that obviously didn't help either. That, <laughs> that just that just opens up so much. Like I, I don't even that's want. That. The, that's the worst writing. I don't. I don't even understand it. Like I don't understand it. I don't, I don't get it. People and everybody was like, "Yeah, sure, that's good, totally." Ah. <laughs> uh, that's not bad grammar at all. Like there's so, like so many copywriters and people who like have a basic understanding of spelling. Yeah. Like just what? Sure we want this. Sure we yeah. want Yeah. They're like, no man, Nintendo. Right. And they're like, yeah, Nintendo. <laughs> like, no, no, no. They'll, they'll get it. We have a great script. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like seriously. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad that this resident evil thing sounds more, like, yeah man it sounds like it's i have i have no problem with resident evil i think it's a great series i uh i'm gonna say this wrong because i've been saying everything wrong tonight but i'm just gonna use her first name mila is fucking i lilu i love lilu oh yeah mila jovovich i love she's a badass chick man and yeah. i love her action like i love this like you know persona that she's created she's like a like a john wick style like keanu came rocking out action whatnot mila's always been badass since like yeah fifth element everything right so she's always been great in them it's just like yeah like for it being called resident evil for fans that are love the games some of the movies were just like actual punches to the face sometimes yeah no and i from from day one i've I've been like, this is a great, I always go back to watching it. I love, I love watching her kick ass. I don't know what it is. She's great, man. She's awesome. Like she yeah. just knows how to like, just ooze badass. Like she just knows. <laughs> like, I feel that she's kicking her trainer's ass. That's oh, without a doubt. Like he's just there for her to practice zombie killing techniques on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, seriously. To train her anymore. She's done like five of these. Like I wonder, I wonder how much of the training she's gotten because like doing a series like this with there's so many crazy moves because it's a video game right you're adapting a video yeah, game you've got a lot sure. of play with like what these characters can do um I wonder how much she's retained where if she was walking down the street and like someone tried to jump me she'd just like, no. <laughs> just like I just wonder if she's like, like you know what I mean like is it instant is she totally <laughs> Just like how you would actually think like taking those lessons would be it just the instinct comes in and she's like pop pop and then like you know disarms them fucking like just makes them just cradle like oh i would hope so because they're probably training with like the best like trainers and oh. fighters and shit so like i would want to know i literally would tell my trainer at the end i'm like 
I know this is for a movie, but can you show me how to kill someone with my bare hands? <laughs> you would ask for that. You'd be, you'd be like, F- can you can you show me the five point? <laughs> yeah, the five finger. Like, yeah. Can you help me? Can you show me how to kill Bill? I want to know how to do it. <laughs> show me that like seventh degree black belt shit, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's, what's the crash course to the yeah. um, heart technique? He taught you the exploding palm heart technique. Oh my God. I know Emma Thurman probably never forgot that. No. And I wonder if you do it, like it's not one of those things where you can like do and be wrong. Like if it works, like you, if it works, you never have, you shouldn't do it because you you can't be wrong. The only way she's doing it fucking sneeze happens. And she like, Oh, I've never anticipated that this would happen. Yeah, totally. But even then it would be like, sorry, it's not in your heart. It's in your brain. And three, two, and then you just like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cheers to Mila. I'm glad. I'm glad I have a multi-pass. Yeah. There was rumors for a while that they were going to do a female expendables and Mila was going to be like, uh, was going to lead the team. Oh, I watched so much of that. Yeah, and they, I think they were saying that, like, Ronda Rousey's character from Expendables was going to be, like, the character that, like, tied the worlds together. So I guess she would fight on this all-female team, and then she'd make a joke, like, we're better than the guys team I was a part of. And they'd be like, what? They really can do it because, finally, it's taking way too fucking long, but finally there's enough female action heroes. Dude, yeah. Who's from, and actually so much more interesting than men because they exist in different realms like can you imagine picking um uh lift Tyler from lord of the rings like oh dude for sure you know or like and like hella from thor like can you yeah, man. Holding... fucking sarah connor like bring in ogs oh, like you could bring in sigourney weaver Fuck. oh you bring in really bring in sigourney <laughs> you could bring in who else sigourney Oh man, you could like, yeah, bring in OGs just like the Expendables. Like, have the, you know, like you, you would have like the younger up and comers or whatever. But then, yeah, go back to like our old school, like um, OG uh, female like spies from like 80s, 90s, man. That era would be great. Even what's her face, Bridget Nielsen from like OG Red Sonia. Bring her back as playing like this, you know, like. Oh, she's the tank, and you could have her on a fifty cal just going. That'd be wicked, man. Okay, I totally want to recast the Expendables on the show. Oh, dude, doing what male version, right? So who does? Yeah. Who's the Sylvester Stallone character? Yeah, dude, I love that. I want to. I but like not who's who is Sylvester Stallone, but who's the leader of the group, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who's, who who's plays those roles in the, yeah. in the dynamic of the group? Who's, who's the female playing the yeah. leader? Who's, yeah. the, who's the female action hero playing the weapon specialist, right? Like yeah, man, for sure. And build it that way yeah. from all the other, Oh, cause there's so many like Dude, weapon specialists. You can easily have Linda. I think Linda Hamilton, like uh, Sarah Connor. Connor's a weapon specialist for Dude, sure. A joke. And I, I don't know about you. I really liked the most recent Terminator movie they made. Dark Fate was fantastic. Can't let myself watch it. I'm too really hey Terminator. Dude, I'm, it's I, me and my buddy were talking about it, and he was like, "Dude, 
even if it is good, it doesn't matter because it's just done. It's been so bad for so long. I'm like, I know you're totally right. He's totally right. But Linda, she was great. She actually was like, she was awesome. She did a great job coming back to the role for like 30 years or whatever. But yeah, man, I would love to see a female Expendables. I think that would be fucking wicked. Yeah, no, that's what I've been. Kate Beckinsale could come like that. She'd be great too. <laughs> There's so many options oh. they could have. Like I, okay, yeah, I really got to think about this one because I want to pick like the best of the best. Oh my god, Pam Greer! They got to bring. Oh, they oh. got to bring Pam Greer back. Oh, uh, from um, why is it eluding me? I'm thinking Tarantino. What are you thinking? Oh, Foxy Brown. Yeah, Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, I think the movie he did was Jackie Brown. Jackie. But I think she, I think she was Foxy Brown was her character in the 70s. But yeah, dude, 100% Pam Greer is a classic. My Rafe and Rife problem is happening again. So. <laughs> yeah. Brown's right. I've just got my, my... Dude, but I'm pretty sure, is it not spelt Ralph? I don't know anymore. I'm... I thought it was spelt Ralph and then it's said differently, like the Far Favreau thing. <laughs> I screw that. That, all the that time. thing pisses me off because the both the names are both spelled the same, but one's Favreau, one's Favre. What the fuck? <laughs> they, yeah, nomenclature is a is isn't a strong suit of mine. Um, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I do want to close with yes. some theories. Actually, there's some theories too. But like, it, this just happened. Two people passed away. Um, oh yes. And one, honestly, it felt like one we knew was, was Dustin, Dustin Diamond was the first one from, yeah, you know, sudden, but like, yeah, whenever you hear someone at stage four cancer, it's pretty much like just, yeah, like, I hate to say it, but you're pretty much on your way out. It just really sucks that like how he was known for like his hard partying and shit. Yeah. And like, but it's. it's scary because like, that's what he was known for, but that's also what he, right. I think this is why I have cancer is because of all these like bad, hard partying days. And then you're like, Whoa, like he went from announcing that he had it and saying, this is why I think I have it to three weeks later passing away. And you were like, man, that yeah. that's a hard life. If that's how quick you went. Yeah. And you know, he, I even read that he told his girlfriend that he didn't want a public like gravestone or tombstone because he thought that it would get vandalized and he didn't want that to like haunt his family that people would vandalize is like isn't that sad like i'm even like that's sad that this guy's dying and he has to think about something like that like don't make my tombstone publicly that people can visit because it could get and i look at what he did and like his history of getting say really just turned away in hollywood and compared to like celebrity, other celebrities, and now what he did was like fucking nothing. Yeah. Like the bar thing was not great. Don't get me wrong. If you're with a crew that stabs somebody, I don't care what the circumstances are, or whatnot, that's fucked up. But as far as I know, he didn't stab anybody. He was with the crew fighting, and somebody in his crew stabbed someone. That fucking sucks. I think he's subject to bad decision i i fuck it's child acting man yeah it's because he was screech it's because he was screech no matter what he did it was like the children oh you're thick of the children you're rotting the children and i think that's what it is because like the sex tape thing he humiliated himself 
Like, I just feel bad. But I just feel bad for him. I think that comes from, I mean, who fucking knows? It's all speculation, but like, I mean, the more and more you look into the darker, deeper, seedy side of Hollywood, the more yeah. around that era. Shit, Absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not saying I can't say if shit's gotten worse or better or, or neither, but no, but it's a shitty industry. It's a shitty <laughs> nonetheless. And like, it was turning a burn and you just hear stories. And then you're like, man, that was a show of kids. Like, yeah, it yeah. just sucks that the averages are so high. So you're like, and he, like, I did watch the remake of how was it how was it it was bad yeah from screech's perspective about how he was singled out and because yeah the nerd he was treated like the nerd yeah and these kids were like he was he was not well liked so i mean he just it sounded like he had it rough yeah that's not it's not a way for anybody to i think just bad decisions and probably being taken advantage of and a child actor and being put through the ringer as a young kid like um. yeah and at, and at the end of the day like this is a man who wasn't like in my opinion was very young still and he died terribly like it does not you know and even with whatever fame or whatever you have it's still sad for anybody to have to go through that and I mean, for me personally, like, and I'm sure you as well, Screech was a big part of my childhood and I identified with Screech. Totally. I was a fucking nerd, right? And Screech was, you're right, like even in the show, it was always like, oh, Screech is the worst. You know what I mean? And obviously you'd watch the episode and you'd feel that way too sometimes. You'd be like, damn it, Screech, you ruined everything. But what he played and what Screech resembled, it was a very big character for a community of people. And in that time, 80s and 90s, it's not so much like now where nerd is starting to all of a sudden become cool or like everyone's like, we're all kind of nerds because we all kind of like the same stuff. It's not necessarily being, oh, you're reading comics. Like when I would tell someone I was reading comics, unless they were a nerd, they'd be like, you fucking nerd. (laughs) you know what i mean like it wasn't something where it was like what comic are you reading if someone said that to me i'd be like what (laughs) right so breach really the character he played it was for me personally growing up it was a big character and no matter what that guy did in his life i'm thankful for the character he played and for what that character was that's a big part of the reason like the nerdgasm is like trying to take the word nerd back i don't know if that's the right way to say it but you know bring a little bit of like it's not a bad thing to be called a nerd like right now i love it i love being a nerd and i take pride in it so you know it's um it's just it's doing the thing it's taking it's taking the negative out of yeah it's exactly and again i feel bad that dustin diamond unfortunately was a huge part of safe by the bell nobody can argue that anybody that watches that show Screech is absolutely a huge part of it. And it's unfortunate that he got kind of like the thing that he made and made him, it just like everybody got to come back or make cameos or this and that. And it was never, Screech was never on the table. It was never even like, don't even reach out to him. You know what I mean? Like it kind of makes me think, well, I wonder why he did some of the things he did. Well, and like I learned, uh, and you do find you find out these stories later in life because the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air special has the whole to Vivian story. Yes, that's uh, right. And and, there, right. and there was a lot of stuff. And they both 
aired their shit publicly, which was pretty impressive. Unreal. It is in front of a camera, so as soon as you tape something, you change it. But like, yes, but the fact that like they... it, it it looks as sincere. So yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting to see some people able to, and other others are not. Um, the other rest in peace, Dustin. Yeah, rest in peace, buddy. Like for reals, like. You uh, you did a service, and we appreciate you for it. So yeah, yeah. a beer. I would I would drink it. I just finished all my. Um... <laughs> Somebody's pouring something out for him somewhere. And the other one who passed away, who had ninety one years on this planet. Oh man, Canadian. He's ours. He's Canadian ours. great. Canadian great, Christopher Plummer, the plumber. I was listening to. Oh yeah, man, damn, Christopher Plummer was. Um... Yeah, he's just something else. Like, it's why he's a great... There was something about the charisma, the energy that man brought to every role that it was just... The movie that I saw that made me really fall in love with him was Beginners. Oh, um, such a great story, isn't it? Oh, my God. And he's so good in it. He's just so goddamn good. And, like, you would have... I would have truly believed he was that man in it. Like, that's yeah. how great he was. Well, and I think he was already in his 80s when he did that, which is insane. Like... He did all the money in the world reshoots in what six he, weeks? No, uh, two and a half. He did. Oh my god! <laughs> did eighty scenes in two weeks? It's crazy. And you know what's funny? Somebody our age in the industry would be like, "I need more money. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I need more food. Like, I need this trailer." And here's Christopher Plummer being like, "I'll do it." <laughs> Eighty-nine. He crazy man. 89 like he was like i'll get off the couch yeah well, i'll do it why not knives out man knives out he was so good in that movie i'll von trap you <laughs> <laughs> right How oh, about, um oh what, what bad guy i'm i'm clearly not a trekkie he what bad guy was he in oh yeah i you know i had no i'm not a trekkie either i had no idea oh. and when i saw the photo of him in the gear and everything i was like fuck yeah man <laughs> You like that guy, but like then his small roles, like uh, Twelve Monkeys. Right? Yeah, that's Matt, right. Matt Pitt's dad, or um, Inside Man, where he's the bank owner. Oh, that's right. He was so that's good too. Owner. That scene, and it's like one scene at the end. Yeah, and he's like amazing. Yeah, Clive Owen's a shit in that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I I love Clive Owen. He's a great actor. Children of Men. So good. Uh, riddle me this: Why can we remember the names of people we're not supposed to remember? Oh yeah, people we're actually talking about. Uh, you know, uh, Tom, yeah, Tom, Tom Welland. No, not Tom. Tom Hiddleston. Tom Holland. Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. <laughs> Smoke weed every day, kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Uh, so yeah, no, so death, death, and death, and I mean. I get it. They're just like, everybody dies, you know, but these are, sure. these were a, like a people who me and you emoted with when we were kids. Cause we were like nerds being celebrated on TVs. He's, he's in the front line cast. Like he's important. Even yeah. Being stuffed in a locker by, by uh, AC Slater. But <laughs> like Christopher Plummer is like the shit. Yeah, man. It's just shitty when like they make things that you uh, respond to. At different parts, points, and parts of your life, and then when they die, you're like, "Oh, I relate Christopher Plummer to being a Klingon." You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's right. what 
like it's why these things get grouped as art and i totally get it is that you get a connection from it you know and it's exactly what you said is that it's like sense memory it's like christopher Plummer, boom that leads me to this memory when i think of christopher Plummer, this role bam this is what comes into mind you know our like what we were like anything we were talking about yeah um you know when I think of this, it reminds me of being a kid and I remember where I was when I was watching this or like the TV setup, and like I'd be in my brother's room or this and that. It's, you develop a connection with this and it creates that memory and everything. And, you know, like Safe by the Bell, like Screech. I remember uh, it would be on in the mornings and then it would be on after school and you would come home and sometimes it'd be the same episodes. You're like, ah, I'll switch to something else. You know what I mean? And like, that right there is more important to me as the memory that I had of that from my childhood than like what Dustin Diamond did in his personal life, you know? And like, yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. I couldn't agree with you more. So I'm just gonna, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got those guys before, uh, before we close out here, um, I want to theorize, probably not the right way to say it i want to i want to speculate um i saw a clip of garfield in atlanta and that's where they're filming the third spider-man oh do you, shit do you, i mean he's there nobody knows why he's there but there's no reason right for in atlanta while they're filming spider-man um do you think we're gonna get all three so i've even heard like i heard a rumor and again i think everyone's just super fucking excited with wandavision but i've heard a rumor that garfield and or mcguire could potentially cameo in wandavision that would really directly lead into like dr strange spidey three and at this point with evan peters coming back i wouldn't open to anything like i don't i would be down for it but i think it's a hundred percent happening. It's 100% going to happen. Even if it's a quick scene or like, you know, whatever, I think it's definitely, it's going to happen. It's the only place where it makes sense to happen because absolutely all things lead back to, we had the stones. Yes. We used the stones. We ripped the fabric of time and learned that Back to the Future doesn't explain it properly. Which right. every time Hulk explains it, my brain melts just a little fucking more. Like I get it, I get it, right. and I'm like, oh, I'm a tenant. But right. like, then there's I fucking lost my train of thought. <laughs> there you go, kids. That's yeah, smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like um what where was i going help us all out <laughs> okay let's backtrack here yeah. we went with oh the uh, fabric of time so yes, thank the you. fact that like we got garfield <laughs> and mcguire <laughs> yeah, they can't i can't talk about time travel and then and then not like fall yes okay so the allowance for mcguire and garfield and holland because i gotta say his name three times to remember his fucking name yeah uh, to be in the same movie is allowed through all things multiverse. So yeah, you can bring them in because you can say once the stones were used, there we go back on my time travel idea. Yes. Once there we the go. Stones were used. 
once they ripped the fabric of time. Then they were used again to reverse it. And Captain Marvel makes the best explanation that there is like way more universes out there than just yours. Yeah. Just because yours was put back on track. That doesn't mean the one happening in a different universe in the same timeline wasn't ripped open. So this is where the ability for Garfield and Maguire to come back because those are follow me now because I might lose myself. Um, those are different universes, right? Yes. Allen's universe, Maguire's yes. universe. They're all different from each other. But they're all owned by Disney now, right? They're not owned by Disney. They just have a partnership with don't, Sony. Don't, so they can use it. Yeah. They can use it. Yeah. I did. I remember. They but did. you're right. They can use all three universes because Sony owns all three. So yes, they can. So they're allowed to use all three. Yeah. So the multiverse in WandaVision cracks and we're giving a Fox version of Quicksilver yeah, says we can't have two Sony Spider Man. Why not? Why and I mean, not have yeah. Warner Brothers, whatever? Like, well, not Warner Brothers because they don't they rights different. But like, what yeah. I'm saying is, is staying within. If all of your universes universes have now been purchased and the rights are there, yeah, this is the multiverse ripping of time. Absolutely, that allows. And if you don't do it now, when the fuck are you going to do it? Yeah, when? it's too late if you don't do it now. Absolutely. And what better way again for Disney to say Marvel's home? Like Marvel is essentially home. We've arrived. Yeah. Like you can do and like, yeah, man, I, I absolutely. And you know, what's funny is we talked about this in the last episode, but when Kevin reads reddit or forums he must just be like <laughs> because he's like i have the next 20 years planned you sons of bitches <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like he probably for all we know they had this agreement of the spider-men like last year they knew that it was happening you know yeah we 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 find out in real time but like yeah exactly could be he could yeah. be like 50 year planning shit for sure and like for all we know, Garfield's there for reshoots. Maybe they filmed something already and he's there to do a reshoot for something. Like we don't know how ahead Disney really is. Like how long ago did they film Evan Peters' cameo? Was this something they filmed last year? Was yeah. this something they filmed like, who knows, maybe like fucking two months ago? You know, like that's, we don't know how fast and what the schedule is like over there with Marvel, but what I love is they're definitely, again, it's a business for them and they know the best way to make the most money is cater your fans and they're doing a fucking sweet job of it, man. They are. Endgame yeah. is the perfect example of what happens when a studio goes, Kate, we'll listen to the people who pay for this shit. Yeah. And again, I get it that Disney is like, you know, there's the argument that they're evil, they're a corporation, absolutely. But I will say from a consumer that pays for their product, I'm pretty satisfied. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never, I've, I have yet to send my order back. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, and yeah, like what I love too, is they're also raising the bar of television hardcore. Like, again, I bring it back to Luke and Mandalorian. I don't think anyone ever expected something like that. Now that they have Marvel, it's like, let's see how, who knows? Again, I really think Dr. Strange might show up. I really think he might show up at the end. Because there's no way that he's not like Yoda somewhere. And he's like, oh, my heart. I feel 
there's a disturbance in the wizard force. Like, you know, there's no way <laughs> that he has no idea that Wanda's doing this. Like, there's no way I can believe that he has no idea, you know? And here's the thing. You mentioned a really good point. We don't know how long ago Evan Peters was shot. Yeah. The result of, um, after the result of Mandalorian, and how we all just like yeah. I cried, man. I had my lightsaber, dude. I was, it all, was like stoic and shit, and like I just had tears. Like I flicked the lightsaber on as soon as he started to fight and made it a little dramatic here for myself. Dude, like, I was fucking bawling. I was like, "That's the Luke I remember. That's the Luke we love. It's Luke. Oh, oh my god, this fucking Luke. I don't want curmudgeonly Luke." And oh. so it, it just so I I really do think that Evan Peters' shit was shot very recently. Very recently. Absolutely. That because they went, you know what? Whoever they had there before, we're going to find out one day. Like, at the end of this, they might do the roundtable they did for The Mandalorian where they all sit down and, and talk about shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they do that, I really want to know what they had planned if it wasn't. Like, did they try yeah. to be bring? Because if they're playing with with... This is a great way to end how we started. If uh, if they're playing with Vision being able to only be alive in there, they could have played with Pietro only being able to be alive in there if she somehow yeah. a hold of him. So maybe they, thought, maybe they thought Pietro, and then they were like, "Nope, we need we need the fun Quicksilver. We don't want serious." Well, and for all we know, what if they filmed several cameos? or like had a different one. And then after what happened with Luke, they were like, this is how we'll do our first little X-Men thingy. Boom, yeah. Evan Peters, you know what I mean? Like, well, they filmed they had another cameo for all we know. Like you'll, we'll find out in an interview. They're like, the original cameo we had was Wolverine, but then we thought Quicksilver. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, well, just, just remember you can have universe and crack the universe and crack the universe. Like, can you, yeah. imagine, can you imagine the multiverse opens up our first glimpse of <laughs> of Ryan Reynolds sitting down with the script writers for Deadpool. Dude. Three. Yeah, man. And he's reading it out of a book, like sitting in front of the fire and he's like, Oh, hi there. You know what I mean? No, no, like, no, 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 no. He's got a copy of the working script and he's taking a shit and he's reading it. Oh, and he's like, and he's just like, yeah. oh, that's funny. turns the page. No, 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 no. He wipes his ass with the script. <laughs> he looks around and he's like, oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, exactly. I'm so excited for him to make his intro too. What if he shows up? He can very well show up in WandaVision. It could even be like, wrong set. I'm looking for the mansion. It's got an X on it. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and I think I don't know. I don't know what Kevy, Kevin, Kevy, Kevin Feige defines as power. But if he's unsure, you have it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Prince oh. Adam of Disney. You have oh, yeah. the fucking power. Oh, yeah. And remember, too, he's producing a Star Wars movie. I'm very excited for that, too. Yeah. No, that'll be his crack. And I mean, if he can do... So he's done Marvel. Marvel's his yeah. thing. Star Wars is his next thing. If yeah. he do the big three, if he can jump to Pixar. Oh, my God. And he's just laughing. Then he has to just reanimate Walter Disney and bring him back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. Uh, that's like the net. That's the last step. Now you can retire. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. You, you have done the impossible. <laughs> All right, man. 
this has uh this has been this like, is great we covered more today we went yeah we definitely did and we less time too so not bad no i appreciate i appreciate our endeavors i appreciate our goals we set some goals ladies and gentlemen yeah uh, hell yeah we did them. so uh again another one of these in the in in the uh in the can i can't think of yes. anything to put it in right now <laughs> uh, if you want to follow us you just have to go uh, what's the link how do you how do you search your youtube channel to find the show uh honestly i would say the best thing um to do is just type in cf bomb all yep. one word and i'm like the first thing that comes up yep there you go and the link's on the link's going to be on this again too so if you're confused and just click on the nerdgasm and yeah because i i'm a dummy so I like to make things easy just for myself and in by proxy, uh, they're easier for everybody else too. So, well, yeah. And who will ever yeah. argue it being easier? So like, come on. Yeah. I'm a lazy piece of shit. People should, <laughs> you should appreciate my laziness. Yeah. God damn it. My rat. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So that's where you can find everything. Nerdgasm to find everything. Us. The link is there as well too. Uh, the real debaters.ca for all you newbies out there. Uh, we will see you in another two weeks yeah more shit's gonna happen more wandavision uh oh yeah we're gonna probably have fucking so much to talk about there yeah <laughs> we'll both whip our wandavision dicks out for <laughs> yeah. i'm oh, sure God. i will get a vision boner i'm sure something vision oh yeah is coming i think vision and scar i think wanda and vision are gonna throw down legit i think we're gonna get more of that throwdown. i'm excited yeah i think uh, well i'm excited to see because Vision apparently gets gets right to the tra- gets right to the he has his uh <laughs> uh shit he has his Truman Show moment <laughs> yeah man his Truman Show moments have been great that was great that was I can't wait man it's gonna get uh it's gonna get so much better it is all right <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we will see you in another two weeks for another special feature. Uh, I have been Michael Petro, and this has been Charles Fernandez. And uh, we are gone. We are by. <laughs>